Good morning, guys. Happy Tuesday. Um, we're recording in the morning today because I realized I'm still in my bed. So it still counts as the guidelines of my podcast, right? On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about my first year of college and going over some stuff that I feel like I wish I would have known when going into college because there's a lot of stuff that I was like, oh, Oh my, you know? So, um, next week I'm going to have Gabby come on and talk. So it won't just be me anymore, but that's something to look forward to. Anyways, let's start with why I chose my school. So I go to the University of Denver, um, right in the heart of Denver. Actually, not really at all. It's like probably 15 minutes away from the heart of Denver, Um, it's in more of a nicer area and so far overall, I would rate my college a solid 6.5 or a 7. Here's why. Wait, no. Here's why I chose D. The, let's start at the beginning. I applied to, I want to say at least, I, I applied to a handful of schools. Here they are. DU, University of Denver, Colorado, (laughs) University of Colorado, Boulder, um, Westmont College, um, Chapman University, um, University of Wyoming, University of Nebraska, um, where else? Oh, University of Northern Colorado, University of Colorado, or... Colorado State University. Sorry, I'm getting them all confused. And maybe two others, although I don't really remember. Um, I applied to college while COVID was going on, so I didn't get to tour a lot of campuses. I really only toured campuses in Colorado. I had been to University of Nebraska's campus because I my mom went there. Um, I had also been to University of Wyoming because I have family members who have gone there. Um, and then Westmont College, I was going to golf there. Um, I had a teacher that went there, loved it. And, um, I almost, that was almost where I ended up going. I was really, I was really close. Um, part of my college decision was based off of the fact that I wanted to golf in college. Um, so that made it harder, I feel like for me, because I was like, oh, is the school small enough that I can golf at? Is, um, it still have the degree program that I want? Um, is the school size big enough, small enough? Is it going to be close enough to home? Am I going to be able to catch one flight and make it back home if that's the case? Um, a bunch of stuff went into that. I also had to think about obviously cost, cost Maybe something that you don't have to worry about. Maybe something that you do have to worry about. I did. I couldn't pick a school that was insanely expensive, that I was getting no scholarship money or no financial aid. Um, to be straight up, I did not get financial aid. Um, my parents' income was too much for financial aid, um, which was also interesting because my parents are divorced. Um, my dad's retired, so like it kind of sways you know, the amount of money and stuff that goes into there. I also have a younger sister who is also going to have to go to college, blah, blah, blah. I think there's a lot more that goes into it. Not to say that there's people who are undeserving. 
uh, there's plenty of people who are way more deserving of me. I just also thought I should have been on that list for at least a little bit of money. Besides the point, um, I also really did not want to have to take out my own loan if that was avoidable, which for some of the schools it was going to be avoidable. So at Westmont, it was literally a population, I want to say, of like 1,500 students. I mean, it was small, but it was in Santa Barbara. It was super pretty, and I was going to be able to golf there, and I was going to be able to have a real good time. And um, they had a, at the time I wanted to do anything biology, so they had like a, um, I want to say it was like a really good physiology program, and that's what one of my teachers had gone there for, and he played basketball there. But the more that I looked into it, the more I was like, I don't want to go to a school this small. I also don't want to have to take out a student loan to play golf. And they were only giving me like $3,000 to play golf, which was not enough. And I was also going to have to play for pay for a plane ticket to get home constantly, which is also something that I was like, eh, I'm not sure if I want to pay to fly all the time. Um, just because, again, I'd be already having a loan and stuff like that. Like it was just something that I was kind of iffy about. And then um, I really liked University of Northern Colorado because there was a chance that I could golf up there too because they were like a D2 school and I was around that area of being able to play. But, and D2 is Division 2, so there's Division 1, which is really good, D2, which is still good, D3, good, and then like you get to NAIA, which is not very good. And for... Uh, I'll give a golf explaining video one day because this is going to go on a really long tangent, but the lower you score in golf, the better. And so NAIA, you're scoring in like the 100s, the 110s, maybe even the 120s, which is really, really bad for someone who's been playing competitive golf, which if you're playing in college, you've played competitive golf at some point in your life. So I was like, that's also like Westmont was an NAIA school. And I was like, granted, it's an easy place to play. I'm also not going to be playing against a lot of competition. So back to you, University of Northern Colorado, UNC. Um, I could not get a hold of a golf coach over there. I mean, he was just not having it. And later come to find out he was like resigning from the position and like switching schools so maybe that was it or maybe he was just being rude I don't really know but that kind of turned me off from that school I also went up there to um, go campus tour and I honestly just did not like the school at all I was just like this is it for me and um, granted I was going to be close to some family and I would have liked that and my uncle had gone there and my aunt had gone there and that's where they met I was just like this is not for me. I don't, I didn't like the school. I didn't work out. I had, um, also gone to visit university or Colorado State University, CSU. It's a pretty campus. It's beautiful. Um, again, it was in Fort Collins and Fort Collins is great and really pretty for some people, but it wasn't for me. I was like, yeah, this is again, not, I don't like, I don't vibe with this right here, but it was a bigger school. They had a football team. Um, and, University of Denver does not have football, and that's one thing that I do not like about the school. It makes it really boring because there's no fun activities to go do on campus, and I'll get into that in a second. Anyways, and then University of Colorado Boulder um, is a school that has grown on me over time of me not going there. I have quite a few friends that go there. Let me tell you, it's just like constant chaos up there. 
And I'm going to have one of my friends come on and talk about it because I don't, I can't say enough because I don't go to school there. But I mean, it's a different breed of school. Let's just say that. Um, but it was an option. I just think it would have been way, way, way too big for me. I think DU is still, it's still small. We have like, I want to say 12,000 kids. I think, uh, I don't want to say it because I know I'll be wrong, but I want to say Boulder is at least like up there in the 50,000s or higher, which is obviously a very, very big difference. Um, it might be the biggest state school in Colorado. I'm sure it is. Anyways, also sorry if you go to Boulder and I messed anything up. I apologize. Don't come for me. Anyways, DU appealed to me because I was going to get a very big tuition discount for one said reason, but um, it my tuition ended up being really, really cheap and it was close to home and I wanted to be close to home because my sister's still here and I just know the area and I guess I was comfortable with that. I still have mixed feelings about making that decision where I'm like, I should have at least gone at least like an hour, 45 minutes away. I can always move later in life, I guess. I still have mixed feelings about it. So if you're out there trying to decide like, oh, do I stay in state? Do I go away? Like think about costs, but also think about like how close are you with your family? Do you want to have your own freedom? Um, Do you want to have a backbone, like a support system who's always going to be there for you? in-state, 30 minutes away, whatever it may be. Those are some things to think about because I thought about them and they seemed great, but you get into college and you grow and you're maturing. And for me, I realized that I needed a little more alone space and um, I'm still close to home. So I was, I would go home so much that I was like, oh, like I can't go home. And over the summertime, it's been weird because I'm like, ooh, like I... I don't, it's almost like you don't have as much of an appreciation for being at home because you're always, always already home. So that's one thing to think about. Anyways, I, um, back to my 6.5 rating of DU, um, I, wait, no, let's start with, let's start with, um, um, (laughs) yeah, I already kind of discussed about my roommate situation. Um, I wish that was something that I could go back and change. But again, it also is like something funny to talk about and lesson learned. Um, But yeah, once you go into college, I'm not sure how it is for every school. You'll obviously pick a roommate um, and pick a dorm. Just make sure you do your research about that stuff um, again. And you can always roommate switch if things aren't great. Um. Another thing that I didn't know about was, um, like registering for classes. So I've said this before, but I started out with a, like majoring in physiological sciences, um, which was basically like biology, but less chemistry classes. Um, I had thought at the time I wanted to go to med school, um, or do like sports medicine or something like that. Um, I feel at the same time, like thinking about it now, sports medicine is definitely the easy way out um, instead of doing like a ton and ton a ton of chemistry and heavily weighted chemistry classes for a biology degree. So I wish that was something that I think I knew from the start that I wasn't a full sender for biology, but I was like, let me just get a kickstart in case I actually do want to do this. I ended up not wanting to do it. Um, 
but I also was so unappealed by business, which is really funny. But I think it's because everyone does business, like everybody. And I hated that idea of like doing what all of my family members have done and following in those footsteps because I wanted to be like my own person and do my own thing and make my own choices. So um, that's another reason why I think I picked biology, but also just because I really liked anatomy and I thought I was going to have a good time with that. Um, I was very blessed with an amazing chemistry and biology teacher. And so going and having a, some teachers who weren't as great, obviously it happens anywhere, but it definitely un- like turned me off to those subjects. Um, so I fully support going into college undecided and your family might hate you for that. They should just be glad that you're in college in the first place because it is so hard to know what you actually like unless you're like, I have always wanted to be a doctor since the day I was born, which wasn't me. I flipped around so many times where I was like, oh, I want to be a teacher. I want to be a vet. I want to be a architect. I want to be a judge. I want to be a doctor. No way I want to be a nurse. No way I want to be a doctor. And it, it just flipped around so many times. Um, Think about what you're good at. Because I was never, ever good at math or science. I got by, but deep down, I was never good at it. And that also kind of like kicked me in the ass because it made it so much harder to study and to learn and to like keep along with my um, teacher and professors and what they were talking about. Um, So think about your strengths. Think about what you're good at. I'm good at reading and writing, which is why I initially probably should have gone into business or like pre-law where I'm at now or like history or just something else, right? And the nice thing about pre-law is that you can major in anything that you want. Anything that, you know, you're going to get some more practice with writing and reading and annotating stuff, but really it can be anything, which is huge. Um, And obviously if you don't want a job where you're going to be like sitting at a desk and stuff, maybe like pre-law isn't necessarily great. Um, But Think about you as a person if you want to be sitting at, down at an office job or if you want to get out there and do stuff or if you're, um, you know, trying to travel or if you want to settle down with a family, like lots of things to be thinking about, which most of the time you don't know when you're only 18, which is, again, why I think it's great to go in undecided um, because you're just going to get your gen ed classes done and out of the way. Gen ed classes are every college basically makes you take like a science class, a math class, a reading class, and maybe like a freshman seminar class because that's what we did at my school. Um, But you're going to get those done and out of the way no matter what. I also had a really great advisor um, who was like, Alexis, like you're a freshman. You don't have to have your whole life figured out. Like just take it one year at a time, if that. So that is some really big advice that I would put out there and give because you're not supposed to have everything figured out, which is what I thought I was supposed to be doing. I thought I was supposed to have every single step planned because adults shove that up your ass so far where it's like, yeah, do you know what you're, you want to do after you graduate college? And it's like, I don't even know what I want to do in college. I don't even know what I want to do for a summer job. I have no clue about anything. I, I really didn't. I don't still. So yeah, undecided. Just go with the flow because you're not supposed to have everything figured out by any means. So um, registering for classes, that's our next thing. You're going to register for classes before you actually get to school, obviously. I never registered for classes when I was in high school because my school is so small. So it was like, eh, like you could take normal 
history or you could take AP history or you could take normal bio or AP bio um, and you could choose your electives so you could be like oh I want to take gym instead of like art or something you know um so I had to watch a lot of videos on my university's website for how to register for classes because it snuck up on me and I didn't know anything even though it was all there I also wish I would have met with my advisor um I have like I have a handful of advisors um basically at DU you get like a a freshman advisor and then you get like who has a lot of kids and then you get your F sum advisor who only sees like 16 of you because you took a freshman seminar class with him. That's the advisor that I love and that gives the great advice. My freshman advisor, that's a girl and I, I she hasn't, she wasn't as helpful as my other advisor, Adam. Adam's my other advisor. And so, um, yeah, I don't, I was clueless going into school. So I kind of just like registered for a class like here and there, not really knowing what I was doing. So I did, I signed up to do physics, um, uh, physics. I took a weightlifting class, my FSM class, and then I want to say one other class. Maybe it was like a, a history class to get some elective credits. Um, and I got to freshman orientation the first week of school and I had all of these professors who were giving these like seminars to a big group of kids and he was like if you're not in a chemistry class you basically are screwed like you need to get into a chemistry class and I got out of that seminar crying my ass off I was just so frustrated I was so panicked I didn't think that I was ever gonna get through the year because I was like I didn't ever register for a chemistry class I didn't know that's what I was supposed to do I was like, I was just going to take chemistry a different time. I didn't even know how sequences of classes work. A sequence of classes works like chem one, chem two, chem three. And um, then there could be like a info 1010, an info 1011, uh, info 1012, um, something like that. So basically they're like, they're sequenced and you have to take them in order. Call me stupid, but I didn't know that was a thing at all by any means. I was the first grandkid to go to college. Everybody in my family has been to college years, like, I mean, like 30 years ago. So things had changed. They didn't even have, some of them didn't have computers when they went to college, like my mom did it. And so I was just like, I was just so confused. And I remember texting one of my friends and I was like, I'm so lost. And she helped me get registered for the few classes that I did get, but those were all still wrong anyways. So I went back to my dorm. I was crying my ass off to my mom. I was like, I'm so confused. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't, I, I don't know how I messed this all up. Um, fortunately, I figured it out, but I ended up only taking 12 credits that quarter. Um, DU does um, quarters. So there's four quarters in a year. Um, and so classes are 10 weeks long. And we don't do semesters, which is confusing to some people, but I've always been on trimesters, so I, it was easy for me to figure out. But um, I ended up, sorry, I ended up getting it figured out. But yeah, I, instead of having 16 credits, I only had 12. So I was taking a weightlifting class, chemistry, my chem lab, and um, my freshman seminar class. Um, I did well that quarter. 
Um, I didn't do well in chemistry at all. Any of the quarters that I took, uh, chemistry, it was, it is a hard class. Go to office hours. If you're taking any hard classes, go ask your professor for help. I know it seems scary, but I didn't do it enough and it hurt me in the end. And you don't want to be hurting. You want to be thriving. So go ask for help. Go work with other peers. It took me a while to meet people inside of my classes who, um, I could go study with but at least by like quarter three which is the last quarter at the end of the year like I had a good good group of study buddies and um, they helped me figure out a lot of stuff because otherwise I just would have been clueless because stuff is confusing and sometimes it's hard and overwhelming to reach out to professors because they can be a little mean sometimes because they have a million people that they're dealing with and I'm not giving them an excuse but like I I guess I could hear them out because some of them have, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of kids from all different grades. And, um, yeah, they just sometimes act like they're better than everyone and that they don't have the time of day. Sorry if that happens to you because it really does suck. And I relate. I had, I went through that. So then the first time after getting registration done, I was set and I was good to go. The only hard part is that classes fill up fast and that you might have a really shitty registration ticket because registration opens for a whole week um, and my registration tickets was always like on a Thursday. And so a lot of the classes were full. Um, so you get put on a wait list and there's like a 50, 50, sometimes less than that chance that you'll get into those classes. So that's my, uh, recommendations and my experience with registering for classes. Um, reach out to your advisor once again, because that's huge. Um, but yes, now doing well in school. I feel like I don't have a lot of room to give advice on this other than to fix what I did wrong. The professors that I was close with and that I would meet with and that I was comfortable emailing with, I did amazing in their classes, which were more of the smaller style classes that I was in. Um, so any of my writing classes, any of my, um, I was in a criminology lecture which was a big class, but I was close with the professor. Um, and then what other class did I take? Hmm. I took writing. Oh, I took physiology or psychology. I took psychology. I loved my psychology class. That was an amazing class as well because of the professor. But as for my like chemistry and biology classes, I was a little bit shy, which I um, wish I wouldn't have been because, again, having questions, going to office hours, I was a little scared to do that. Didn't do it enough and it hurt my grades. Um, so that would be my advice to give back. But um, I've seen some people make like templates on when all of their stuff is due on um, like spreadsheets and that's huge because I get so sidetracked. I would look at the syllabus and I would put everything on my calendar right away so that I wouldn't forget anything. Um, I still would forget stuff, but you don't realize like how many million things you have going through your head at one time. You have to have a calendar to put it down on. And I would do a calendar on my wall that was hung up. I had a planner and then I also had my calendar on my laptop because I'm on my laptop a lot, but then there's also classes where you can't have the computer out. Um, and then I would keep my calendar on my wall so I could look at it before I leave or that I could look at it the morning of or the night before or whatever it may be. Um, so having a planner was huge and using like a spreadsheet to write down all of the stuff that you have to get done. I also recommend using a spreadsheet to 
track the classes that you've taken in the like classes that you have done that go towards your major so that you know like oh I need 20 elective credits and I have four of those so far so here's the options that I have still to take and here's where I can register for them Um, my friend Caitlin has an amazing setup for this Um, I'm trying to text me I text me if you want help (laughs) and I'll tell you to go have Caitlin help you because she has it set up so amazingly um Caitlin's a gem she's so smart Caitlin I love you anyways (laughs) um yeah spreadsheets just have your stuff organized it's so big go on TikTok go on YouTube bitches are smart out there they have everything down to a T not saying you have to be perfect but like little things are gonna help you out and you're gonna be like wow like thanks this was so helpful So making things easier for yourself because it gets so complicated so quickly and you'll have a million things going on and your head is going to be spinning and you're going to be glad that you had some of this stuff organized. And then it also saves you time because you don't have to go back and look and be like, oh shit, like how many credits do I have for this? How many credits do I have for that? Yeah. Um, so again, when I was going through classes, I realized like, I was doing really well in any of the ones that I had writing assignments in, and that was never biology or chemistry, um, which again is why I was like, I I have to make a switch. And this is when we get into switching majors. Switching majors is going to happen, 100%. Even if it's something small, like switching your minor or adding something to your major, like it will happen, and it is a good thing. Like nothing but good has come out of me switching my major And that includes boosting my GPA because my GPA was hurting because of not doing well in chemistry and biology. Um, Reach out, reach out, reach out. I reached out to so many people when switching my major just to find out more information. I went on about a zillion Zoom calls. I had to talk to a lot of different faculty and stuff, but it was amazing. Like I learned a lot of stuff. I met a lot of amazing advisors who literally like are there to help me and the major that I'm in now is more selective and there's more um, advisors to help you out, which is huge because in biology, there's so many biology kids and the advisors are older and a little bit mean and um, it just gets really confusing and difficult. But in social legal studies and public policy and mar- business marketing, so many more people there willing to help you so much more organized, like they have their shit put together in those areas. And so I really appreciate that. Um, but honestly, I just feel so much more comfortable and I'm actually like excited to be taking the classes that I have to take that are coming up. There's going to be some 8am's and I'm not excited about that, but I'm, it's much more exciting than being like, Oh, I have to sign up for like 5,000 labs and a million like biology lectures that I don't really like. I'm not saying that I'm going to like everything about my new major. Cause I know there's going to be stuff that I'm like, Oh, this is kind of ick. But I, um, have some classes with some friends and um, I worked hard to learn more about what I was getting myself into and I'm just like I guess proud of that and excited and um, I fully again support undecided majors figuring it out later being happy with what you've decided to do or at least confident in what you're doing or switching majors to something that you're more confident about or um, just feeling successful in because that's where I'm at right now. And I was so hopeless, hopeless before. And now I'm like excited and ready to go. Okay, now that we're out of like the schooling stuff, here's why um, 
the schooling side side of things is what boosts DU's score so high. It's a great academia school, like amazing. And um, I know I had some poopy professors, but I mean, they have done well to get top-notch professors who, for the most part, have their stuff organized. Um, I'm just going to rule out the chemistry and biology department because, again, that's just like a shit show because I had professors that came in late. I'd had one who yelled at me in front of the whole entire class, which was really embarrassing. I had one who, like, these are the same woman but they just come to class unprepared. Um, the tests wouldn't be organized correctly. I mean, it was crazy. It was like we were back in high school. Not to say that people can't go and make mistakes, but you're getting paid because you are a professor. You should have it together. I'm so sorry. But if I'm here, you're here and you're you're getting it put together. Um, so yeah, do you get a high rating on like a 10 out of 10 on academics aside from a few shitty professors, but the good ones, I mean, they are good. They want you to succeed. Um, DU has a lot of people who are willing to support you and who are willing to help you branch out and find new internships. I haven't done internships yet, but I know I feel confident in like finding help, getting help for those things. And they also set you up as a freshman with your FSM professor. Make a good connection with them be friends with your professors because they're going to help you. They're going to help read over an essay for a different class. I mean, they, they want to see you succeed and they will help you when you're no longer taking their classes if you're friends with them. So getting into more like the exciting things at DU, um, Greek life and rushing, I'm going to make a whole sorority one, but uh, I loved it. I loved it at, at DU. I thought it was amazing. It was a very uplifting experience where I didn't really have any negativity for myself. Um, some days I do. I'm like, did I like, I feel confident in my like sorority picking, but I had a lot of friends who left and that made me sad. And, um, some days I was like, oh my gosh, I should have gone to this house because I was between two houses. But I, as time has gone on, I've gotten more, you know, I've met more upperclassmen in my sorority who I love dearly. And overall, like, proud to be a Gamma Phi Beta. That's what I am. Not very many people did the the survey, but I am a Gamma Phi Beta. Mm-hmm. Um, Gamma Phi Beta. Gamma Phi Beta. I don't remember the songs. I don't even know if I'm allowed to sing them. So, <laughs> good thing I can't remember them. <laughs> Anyways, Rush. I loved Rush. There was girls who were crying. There was girls who were so upset who just wanted to like leave and stuff like that. A lot of girls dropped and me, I was fine. I liked it. I met so many friends, even people who aren't in my house. Like I'm still friends with, I'll go hang out with them. Like it's just an amazing way to meet people. And I had a group of friends, but it was a pretty small group of friends. And after rush, like the friend group expanded and I can go through campus and like see a few people I know and like wave and go sit down and like talk to them if I have the time um or if I'm feeling chatty um as for um like toxicity in Greek life personally I haven't experienced that much of it but there are some houses who are like that um again I won't get into that too much today but it's just not that big of a deal at DU. So like no one takes it that seriously. It's just kind of like something extra and fun to do and a place to live instead of the dorms. Um, and a sisterhood, me and my sisters. <laughs> um, Greek life as a whole with frats and stuff. I mean, hear me out. 
I haven't been to that many frat parties at DU, one, because they're non-existent, and two, because I feel like you kind of go to a frat party because you're looking for a boy, and I haven't been. And the few ones that I went to, I always felt kind of like a lost puppy dog, which again is why I was like, I wish I knew more. I wish I had gone out more so that I could have like met more people and more like just guys to know in general so that I could like bring my boyfriend and like they'd be friends or whatever, you know, because that's not really the case right now. Um, And just like to know some friendly guys who aren't like rapists. Not that they're all like that. They're not. But, like, some of them are weird and some of them are just straight-up douchebags and some of them are assholes. Like, it, it is it, it is what it is. I'm sure it's like that anywhere. Um, boys and parties. The boys at DU are <laughs> horrible. They're just not cute. I don't know what happened. There's, like, one cute guy at DU and um, everyone thinks he's cute. And he had like a little porn stash moment, which was just so petrifying. But everybody there has a porn stash and or a beer belly. And it's just like, what the hell? Like, I thought these boys were going to be rich and cute, but they're not. They're aging at the speed of light. They are so icky over there. Um, Party life at DU is also pretty spare. Like, you're, it's just not that amazing. Um, Rush week was fun. There was quite a few parties and that was a good time. But it's also just, like, awkward when you're a freshman. It's going to be awkward no matter what. I'm just glad that I wasn't, like, the crazy freshman who, like, I don't know, stole out of the the beer fridge that you're not allowed to go into because that happened one day. Ooh, a bird just flew by my window. Um, And just some, like, nonsense that went on. Like, (laughs) falling off the steps off of a front porch and, like, face planting. Like, that that didn't happen to me. I I was pretty clean and I didn't go out that much just because I didn't think it was that great. Um, the darties at DU are more of a scene. Um, they're a little bit more fun because you get to, um, be outside. And honestly, there's a lot of girls there. Like I'm a hundred percent for the parties where it's all girls and I can mingle or like have a little chuckle at someone who has had way too much to drink. Um, but I will not be taken as the sober sister. Like that is the worst thing ever. It's just like so degrading because it's like, you are the mom who doesn't get to have any fun because you're so worried about everybody else who's drunk, like drank too much. So I usually step away from that position. I don't even mean that as like a sorority thing. I just mean like that as a friend thing. Um, I'll do it, you know, if I need to, because I'm usually the one that hasn't drank that much, but like, that's the one hard thing that comes with not drinking as much as other people is that you are the only like in non-intoxicated one who can take care of everybody, which kind of sucks. Um, I, not saying that like they do it on purpose. It's just kind of the way that it happens. It is what it is, whatever. But yeah, the party scene is, eh. um, I prefer a little party in my dorm rather than going out and going crazy, but maybe that'll change next year where maybe we'll go out a little bit more, um, with the sisters. Hey sisters, friends. So I made a very close friend even before I got to school and she's like a soul sister, Miss Christina. Um, we just clicked from the start and, um, we just get along very well and we know each other's like social limits and being a little bit introverted where like you have to go and recharge and you just can't be around people sometimes, but also having a very like extroverted personality and liking to have fun and liking to be goofy and having this really weird sense of humor. 
Um, and then we met Alex, who has now left. Rest in peace, Alex, at DU. You will be forever missed. But that was another sad um, day. But Alex was amazing. And then we had Sophie. Sophie, guys. Um, and it just, like, it was quite the, like, group of the four of us who, um, there was just enough of a balance between everybody. And some days, you know, we all wanted to, like, pull each other's heads off, and I know it, but other days we got, like, 90% of the time we got along really well. Um, so it was fairly easy for me to make friends. Um, they were all on the floor that I lived on. Um, and then Kat as well. Sorry, Kat. But, um, we, yeah, it was just nice because there was cool girls on my floor. Um, and then obviously sorority girls, um, I have the girls in my sorority, but they also have other friends. And so you just like continue to network and just be nice because honestly, the girlies are pretty mellow. I mean, mine, my friends were the other girls that I met were, they were all very nice and just like wanted you to meet other people and their other friends and stuff like that. And that's what I love most about college and like freshman year is that like everybody's kind of like, like in clueless where like you're all just like hanging out and um, it's not like high school drama. It really is not. I mean, it happens here and there, but everybody's just chilling and just wants to be nice and hang out. Obviously, if you like cross someone or whatever, like that may change for you. But if you happen to be the bitchy girl in high school, because I was a little bit, throw that in the past, get over yourself, move on. It's time to be nice. It's time to make friends. It's time to be cool. That's my advice there. So just go out, have a smile. If someone isn't friendly to you, so be it. You're going to meet a million other people who are really great. Extracurriculars. Um... I started off trying to play club golf, but that was a shit show at DU, and that's where I also will dock them some points. Um, I plan to play club volleyball this upcoming year, but get involved. That's another great way to meet people. There's tons and tons and tons of clubs. I mean, there's so many, and you can always make one, which everybody will say to you. I just burped. I'm sorry. Everybody will say to you, like, oh, go make a club, but it's true. You can totally go make one. It's very easy. Um, And just have a good time. You're going to be so upset if you spent all of college sitting in your room doing nothing, which it happened some days, like it happened to me, but you're going to enjoy all of the times that you went out and did fun stuff instead. So just find ways to get involved. I know DU was always doing like, um, there'd be movie nights and there'd be events out on the green and there was like a little carnival and, um, dinner and stuff like that. So just find ways keep an eye on like your school's Instagram page. That's probably where they post stuff. And, um, there's always fun stuff to do. Get the girlies and go. Um, here's where DU hits its, it's rough, hard decline is the food, the dining hall sucks. And what's sad is that they just redid it. And I had ate their food before they changed. And the food used to be amazing. It used to be so good. And now it's just poopy. And, um, the caterers or whoever you want to call them, the, the, the food brand used to use horse meat, um, illegally exposed, but it's just not good. Everybody would always have stomach aches. There's a really funny Instagram page who would always review all of the dining hall food. And I mean, like there'd be hairs in the food sometimes and it just wasn't good. It wasn't good at all. Um, we also, with that, did not have hardly any places to eat off campus. 
We had a place called Illegal Pete's, which is basically Chipotle. We also had a Chipotle. We had a sandwich place called Snarf's. We had a Jimmy John's, um, an Insomnia Cookies, and then uh, I don't even think you could walk to the McDonald's. Like, you really would have needed to drive to the McDonald's, um, and that's it. Oh, and a breakfast place called Jelly, but none of these places were cheap. Like, they were all relatively expensive places, and it's not like McDonald's where you can go get something for, like, five bucks. No, you're going to be at least spending, like, $11 on whatever you're eating, which is so frustrating because it's a college school. Like, you are at college. It's a, it's an area surrounding a college. You should have a Subway, a McDonald's, a Chick-fil-A, a freaking I don't know, an Arby's, a Burger King. Like, nasty, grimy places, but they're cheap. And they didn't. And that is really, really annoying. Or in like a noodles and stuff like that. More ideas keep coming in my head about Panda Express. Like, why don't we have any good places? There also was really not a grocery store that was close enough to walk to either. Like, you were going to be probably going on a bit of a hike. And I think the closest place, what is that? Like a Sprouts or a Whole Foods or something? Maybe. Maybe I'm wrong. Still, not really the ideal place to go and get cheap groceries from. Not like a Walmart. And there was a Target, but again, you had to drive to it. So that is really annoying and I really did not like that. And DoorDash gets expensive. So if you're looking for a gift to give someone who's in college, DoorDash, always, always DoorDash gift cards or coupons or whatever. Um, Yeah, that, that's where DU gets its poor rating for me, along with it not being a very big, um, like we don't have a football team. Our hockey team was amazing this year. That was so fun because they won the NCAA tournament or championship. Um. So that was an amazing experience to be a part of, especially as a freshman. And then the Avs went and won. I mean, this is a hockey state. What can we say? But um, yeah, the, not having a football team lacks that like community involvement that everybody, you know, you all get a ticket to go to a football game. But hockey, people went, but it just wasn't as huge. So um, I don't know. It's just sometimes it gets a little boring. That's all I'm going to say. But overall, my first year of college was pretty darn good because I've heard heard some horror stories of, you know, hating it and not making friends and just having a really rough time. And although school was a little bit of a struggle, struggle itself grade wise, like I know what I did wrong. I was able to reflect on it. We're going to move on. We're moving past that. I made great friends. I found, you know, a good support system that I like to be a part of. And, um, yeah, overall happy overall had fun and I'm excited for next year, but hopefully there's a couple things in there that either made you laugh or like relate to, or gave you a little bit of advice for when you go to college, if you're not in college already. Anyways, have an amazing rest of your day because we did this in the morning and I will see you all next week. Bye.